0: oh my god she's back what the fuck it's been a hot minute no it's been a hot few months actually in reality the last time I recorded I was in St. Pat's I'm now on my bedroom floor actually sorry let me film how funny this setup is actually because it's me it's me on the floor in my bedroom and my microphone is balanced on my sister's like fairy princess bin that's upside down and my laptop's on my bed so yup yup professionalism um it's not as nice as a setup as I had in paths and paths I had like a table so I did an actual table and then at home before like sipping and spilling with Sue's original the OG series with everyone um Yeah, that was like a real cozy setup on my green rug and everyone was like, you know, we were drinking, we were chatting, there was mood lighting, it was great. But like enough of that, there's there's nothing fabulous about this right now. I'm literally just in a good mood and when I'm in a good mood, I always feel like I need to document it, like I need to remember the highs because the lows are so fucking shit. So, I'm gonna do a bit of like a... Wait, I should probably do a proper introduction, shouldn't I? Oh my god, I should. Hello, and welcome to Sipping and Spilling with Suze. With me, Suze. What am I sipping, you ask? I've got the leftovers of a peppermint tea. Like, it's not that great. Um, because I was kind of, I was going to record this before lunch, and then I was like, Oh, cooking time. No, I don't have ADHD. I just forget things sometimes, okay? I don't want to call this season three. I don't know what I want to call this. Because I'm not even sure if I'm going to put it out there. There's too many fucking podcasts out there. And yet, I'm really struggling to find ones that I love listening to. I struggle because they're not long enough. 10 minutes is not enough for me, okay? Like, when I'm listening to a podcast, I'm putting it on and I'm cooking a meal. Or I'm putting it on and I'm going on a fuck-long walk, you know? And I want to hear... I want to hear stories. I want to hear, like, something juicy, you know? Like... Throw back to Sarah Brogan telling us all the story of her getting with a boy and us calling him Candle. Fun fact. I actually don't know if it is Candle. A boy Sarah got with, sorry Sarah, I'm exposing you, is getting married. Not to Sarah. Don't worry. She's not a child bride. But like I just I miss the good old days of having podcasts that were juicy, you know? I actually went back and listened to an old episode of It Girls. Not a massive fan of the current days. But I'm really struggling to find, you know, a podcast that I'm like, oh, I love this. Celebrity Memoir Book Club is probably my current fave. I do love My Favourite Murder. I love, I love My Therapist Ghosted Me. It's just not long enough. It's really just not long enough. I will take Joanne McNally and Joe Jogue Williams. Jogue Williams. Vogue Williams don't know what that was I will take them every single fucking day I will I love them just want them to talk more I just want more and more and more I want them to talk for an hour I want them to just and I don't like the the weird do 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 I hate that I hate when they stop a story because I just want them to like naturally fall into the next topic I don't know I just want to be their best friend really and the do 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 It ruins it. it. it's it's closing it's ending the fantasy. It's making me realize no I'm not their best friend. What was the oh Emma Emma Neal? Is that her name? Or is it Emma O'Neill? She's um from Northern Ireland. She's very, very interesting. Um I like her. She did yoga. That sounds weird. And uh, what's here for the crack with Emma. Jesus Christ, she the full name. Emma Neill. Yeah. And I like her vibe. But, yeah. I just haven't found... Her. I find her episodes aren't long enough. Not a read. Drag her! No. And I just... I love Irish podcast. I love Red Room. But sometimes I'm not in the mood for... The conspiracy... Like, the weird conspiracies. Like, I love the gossipy conspiracies. I love the conspiracies about celebrities. I'm not so into the conspiracies about like, I don't know. Mm, No, because I do love the murder ones too. I don't know what it is. Sometimes it's too dark. You know, my favourite thing about Celebrity Member Book Club is I can put that in when I am mentally low. I can put that on at night time and I won't be freaked out. You know, it's not like I'm going to be looking out my windows to see if there's an axe murderer outside. You know, and I just miss that sort of a podcast um am i saying i'm going to be that podcast no god no i'm I'm not saying i'm the podcast that i myself need because i'm probably never going to like fully listen to my own podcast because i am how you say oh my god i just got an interview for nine crows oh my god she fucking did it just got an interview for nine crows um will i get it who knows but anyway I probably won't even listen to my own podcast. Like, I'll edit it, but I'm not going to listen to it while I go on a walk. It's highly narcissistic. And also, I already know what's going to happen. You know, I already know what I'm going to say. I already know the endings to all the stories I'm going to tell. Or at least I hope I do. No, this podcast is for... I keep saying podcast. It's literally me. It's just me having the chats with myself. It's like a very long voice memo. It's for... um. The Helens and the Laras. Um, not the Me Halls. He'll never listen to this. It's for all my people that keep fucking moving abroad. Because they're like, Oh, life's still so great abroad. And I'm sure it is. But I'm not there. So kind of low-key rude. You know? Like, Laras living in Canada. That's a different time zone. Okay? That's just... That's just a bit hard to deal with. It's hard to get all those juicy juicy stories because like I'm either going to sleep or she's waking up or there is a beautiful moment around like I think it's around like six o'clock she's going for a walk I'm just straight chilling those are my favorite phone calls I love getting a random call from Lara in the morning her morning not mine where she's like yeah I'm just going for a stroll down by the marina want to chat And I'm like yes god I miss your voice and then Helen, who just lives in London, which isn't as fucking far, but the bitch is busy, okay, the bitch has a life, you know, both of these, both of these foreign abroad friends have boyfriends, so, like, you instantly, it's instantly harder to call, see people who have boyfriends, because, you know, they have boyfriends, boyfriends are so fun to hang out with, um, but yeah, so the podcast is for all the friends that I just don't see because they either live abroad or they're really busy doing like a PhD. Hi, Hannah. Um, You know, or like they're wanting to move abroad at Alva, really trying to get out of Ireland. And I don't blame her, but still, why do you all need to leave me? Why? What's What's the benefit? And if anyone's like, well, why don't you just go follow them? I can visit them on holidays, but I can't just move abroad, okay? I have an army of doctors back here. I have the gynecologist. I have the psychiatrist. I have the psychologist. I have the dietitian. I have the OT. I have the pain consultants and surgeons. Like, you know, there's a lot of um, medical professionals that goes into making me this hot, sexy beast that I am. I did grab my boob, as I said, hot, sexy. Which kind of felt a bit weird as I'm sitting alone in my bedroom. But anyway, um, so I can't just move abroad. I Also, I'm obsessed with my mum. I can't move abroad. I'm obsessed with her. Like, I literally need my mum. I've said literally a million times so far. But I do, I need my mum. She is my anchor. Um, like they talk about in, you know, recovery and stuff. And even just like why you should not always opt to killing yourself. Like what are your anchors? What are your values? What are the things no matter where you are in life that never change? For me, actually I actually have them written down. I have my very important and my important. I did not write down my non-important ones because they're not important. But my anchors are my very, very important ones to me. I have five. Number one, it's having a purpose. I fucking need a purpose. Like if I don't have a purpose, I have nothing because i just i really struggle being a sideline character i need to be a main character i need to feel like i'm doing something worthwhile number two my family i fucking love my family uh my immediate family mostly and then my uncles yeah sorry oh my god actually i have cousins that could listen to this uh i love my cousins i have two favorite cousins i won't name names it's not that difficult to decipher who they are. Uh, one of them's gas, and the other one is hilariously adorable, but also gas. Friendship. I fucking love my friends. God, I fucking need my friends. I need to stop swearing. But I love my friends. I need my friends. Friends to me are like family, you know, because I don't have many cousins and I don't have a close um, relationship with like most of my extended family. My f- my immediate family really nurtures friendships. Like, at most of my childhood birthday parties, there might have been a cousin of my dad's there, but it was mostly family friends. And so, like, I've just been raised to value friendships so highly. I love my friends. I would do anything for my friends. My friend could be like, oh my God, I hate my big toe. Can I have yours? And I would give it to her. I would. I love my friends i would do anything for them as i've just stated and when oh my god nothing brings me more joy this sounds actually kind of psychotic not that it brings me more but nothing makes me feel so purposeful than when a friend comes to me and is like i need your help oh jesus like is there is there a platonic equivalent 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 is there a platonic equivalent of creaming the knickers you know when someone says they need me i'm literally like oh my god i am there i love feeling needed that probably ties into purpose though but i love my friends and i do anything for them even though sometimes i am a bad friend because depression or bpd or because um i sleep with a guy that they've gotten with several times apologies but i do uh pleasure Oh, it's kind of embarrassing that that's so high up on the list, isn't it? Pleasure. Now, love a good bit of pleasure. I think it's because I have BPD and I can experience such high levels of like enjoyment, joy, pleasure, just pure like euphoria that it's so high because that is what balances out the shitness of the lows. Like, that is what you need to hold on to. um And fuck me, it's great. Sorry. I feel like my mom won't mind me swearing. It's my godmother. It's my godmother that will um quiver at me swearing because I'm my mom. My mom's kind of used to my swearing because you know she she sits with me while I'm like having a ovarian cyst burst and I'm swearing like a sailor on leave. But my godmother, I apologize, Jean. I really do. Um, number five is acceptance. Yeah, that's sad. No, it's actually not. That's a good thing. Acceptance. One of the things on like, because you pick from loads of things. There's like 50 things you pick from and you have to pick five that are very important. And then, or maybe it's seven that are very important. I can't remember. And then you can trickle down the rest. And one of them is self-acceptance. But to me, acceptance from others is more important than my self-acceptance because when other people show me that they accept me I find it so much easier for me to go oh my god if everyone else thinks it's okay I think it's okay too and I know that it's usually like with clothing I used to be very much the opposite way around as long as I liked what the fuck I was wearing I didn't care what anyone else thought because I knew I could like psychologically be like I don't know, control them into thinking because I look so good and I think I look so good and I'm carrying myself so confidently, they're going to be like, damn, oh my God. I think that outfit's shit, but she's wearing it like she's hot shit. She must be hot shit. It's incredible. And yet for me with acceptance, it has to be other people accepting me because why on earth would I ever accept myself? I don't even know myself to accept myself okay and then on the important to me we have loved I want to be loved that's not weird loving I love loving people three dependability a hashtag when my friends say I need you four creativity I'm so creative I'm so amazing um number five fun I love having fun laughing at people on unicycles hilarious so much fun laughing at I don't know Rugby matches, hilarious. Like just having fun, joking around, very fun. Okay, six and seven. These are the like ones that are kind of embarrassing is the fact that these are so important to me. These are the end ones. Popularity and attractiveness. Why? Popularity I think is because I love my friendship and because I love my friends so much, I want their friends, like their friends and not just like me. I want their friends to admire me as a person because I'm such a good friend to their friend or because I'm you know they hung out with me and they're like oh my god what a positive light I don't necessarily want notoriety I just want to be deemed highly as a good person by a lot of people or just by the people that matter to the people that matter to me does that make sense I think it's kind of like I'm terrified of people's parents Because parents hold all the power. You know, if your mom doesn't like me, I will not be coming over to your house. You know, your mom will not ever ask about me. Or when she does, she does it it in a negative way. And that psychologically tells you, oh, she's a bad egg. I'm going to stay away from Suzanne. Terrified of people's parents. Terrified of them. I'm always like, oh my God, I'm going to make the worst impression. Boys' parents scare me so much. Like girls' parents, less so. Because I am a girl and you know but parents of just boys terrifying terrifying creatures and then the last one that's most important that's really important to me is attractiveness Uh, that's terrible terrible but it's true i do like to appeal appeal appear I do like to appeal to people. But I do like to appear as attractive to people. You know, not just in the way that I dress. Or my makeup. Or my face. Because, weak sauce. It's also in how I carry myself. And how I am in like the real world. I want to be seen as attractive. Partially because I want to be loved. Not just by those around me. But by like, like not just by my parents. My family. My friends. But I want to be loved by a person in a romantic way like I'm not expecting it but like I would like that and and, like therefore attractiveness it kind of helps sorry it does um yeah I used to kind of think I was a bit of a this is so cocky, cannot believe I'm about to say this, I used to kind of be like, maybe I'm like Sarah Jessica Parker, because boys, like men don't necessarily find her the attractive one out of the group of the foreign sex in the city, like most people gravitate bef- towards Kristen Davis, Charlotte, most men would be like, Charlotte is the most attractive, And women gravitate a good bit towards Carrie because of her amazing, like, funky, fun personality. How funny she is. And also the fact that she is a very skinny lady. But men are... Some man was like, she looks like a horse. Now, my nana has told me I look like a horse before. And a few people have been like, yeah, you have a long face like a horse. You know? It's happened. It's come up. And I kind of take a bit of, like... I used to be like, fuck, I'm so ugly, I look like a horse. But her herself, SJP, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Eva Mendez. God, I hope I said her name right. God, I hope I'm saying the right name. Married to Ryan Gosling, Eva Mendez. I think that's her name. Both have said in the past that they have been told they look like horses by men. So I'm kind of like, oh my God, I'm just, I'm just attractive, but like, not, a, what's Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Attractive, but not like society level of attractive. No, that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I no longer think that though. I no longer think that I am a Sarah Jessica Parker or an Eva Mendes because I'm now plus size. Fat, larger, individual, big boned, whatever you want to call it. I am no longer, I'm no longer a prickly stickly Who has a long face and therefore gets to be the Carrie Bradshaw of the group. No, no. No, no. I uh, no longer identify with... I don't think there's any celebrity that I identify with. Not just in like... Because I don't think I actually look like... I don't look like Sarah Jessica Parker. It was just the fact that she was insecure about her nose. Men had called her horse like... Horse, not whore horse like and so I identified with that there is no female celebrity or male celebrity or non-binary celebrity that I identify with beauty standards why like insecurities what level because because I'm new like I've had this body for about two years but it kept growing and growing and because I'm new to that it's taken me a while to find you know I no longer identify with the stick thin girls And I tried, I kept trying to still identify with them and I just didn't because their insecurities about themselves seemed to be more real on me than just my body dysmorphia was telling me when I was skinny, you know? And I've struggled a lot with the weight gain, I have, but like, who cares? Like, sorry, I went on a date with a boy who I knew before I gained weight, like who knew me when I was teeny tiny, skinny skinny linny and uh he asked me on a date post weight gain not as big as I am now actually and he was like whoa you've changed and I was like oh you just call me fat anyway and it didn't work out with him because he did keep calling me fat like not even just not even just like sly he was just like haha you're fat and I was like haha what what you have sisters what Why are you just, like, shaming my body? Um, Because he wasn't saying fat in a good way. Because there is fat in a good way. Like, when I say I'm fat, it's fat in a fucking good way, you know? He was saying it like, you are less than. Rude. Hmm, let me see. I was going to say I don't get as many... People don't buy me as many drinks now that I'm a larger individual. But I was out last week and... I had several drinks bought for me, but that was also because I was literally just hanging out with a group of men, boys. And it was like me, Ricky and Kate. So like, obviously we were going to get the lads to buy us drinks. We're women. But no, I used to get a lot more drinks bought for me. And the door used to always be held open for me. Men used to open doors for me. Don't do that anymore. Uh, Maybe because they were like, well, she can handle herself. Anything else? Thankfully I don't get picked up as much anymore I don't get picked up like at all I used to get picked up all the time Because I was probably a bit more rag dolly, You know I used to get picked up on a regular occurrence Nights out Just in college Hanging out with friends Like I would get lifted I would get picked up It's very unsettling Being picked up Particularly when you don't see it coming Yeah no that doesn't happen anymore Probably because most of them can't lift me You know I'm like Mm, hench there is no muscle in all this it is flab flabitis no muscle no shame no muscle walked up a hill sorry it's not really a hill was walking up the hill to Mihal's new house was completely out of breath completely out of breath and partially it's because i was trying to keep pace with Mihal, who has long legs my legs are about two inches long okay he has long legs I was wheezing. I was fully like... <laughs> it was so embarrassing. Like panting. And then the next day I was like, oh, maybe I'm maybe I'm asthmatic. I mean, I was like, you're not fucking asthmatic. You just are unfit. Like you don't work out. And I was like, what are you on about? I do Pilates. He was like, okay, you stretch. You don't really have like stamina. Yeah, I have no stamina. And then I was like, no, maybe I'm asthmatic. And... His housemate was like, why would you be asthmatic? And I was like, oh, I got so out of breath walking up the hill. His housemate goes, what hill? I was like, fuck. Okay, fine. Fine. I'm fat. Whatever. Call me by fat name. Yeah, what else have I got to, like, do I have anything actually of importance to say? No. I'm officially going to do this as if I'm talking to a friend. I'm like, hey, how are you? No, I'm joking. I'm not doing that. What has happened in the past week? Oh my god, so much. You have missed so much, girly. So, I went out for Mihal's birthday. I had such a good time. Oy. I had texted Mihal to be like, oh my god, I've got your birthday present. It's my tits. Sorry, for reference, Mihal is just my male best friend. Think of him as a gay best friend who does get with women. Like, he's not bisexual or anything, but we are purely platonic. Like, how do I? How do I even explain how platonic we are? I don't want to say like we've we've seen each other vomish, but like we are like the level of we're almost siblings at this point. Anyway, but I was like, hey, I got your birthday present. It's my tits. I was in a leather corset. My size F knockers were pushed all the way up to the gods, and I walk in uh, into the house and there's his mom and dad. This is the first time I'd ever met his mom and dad and then they were there they were so i was like oh, hi blazer stayed on obviously and then eventually they had like you know gone into the other room but then for the rest of the night blazer had to stay on because i wasn't just going to reveal my tits in front of the rest of the people now at the party you know it would be salacious it'd be disgusting no it wouldn't be disgusting like it's hot i did Mihal has was like oh my god when you flashed ollie he was so in a uncomfortable i didn't actually flash ollie i literally just opened my jacket and was like see this is my top and poor oliver got uncomfortable i don't blame him i think he gets uncomfortable for me in general because I'm, I'm a bit much i'm a bit intense to quote what a girl said to me in secondary school you're really intense and she meant it in a bad way i just don't care because she's a bitch not because she said that just in general don't care <laughs> anyway so went to me Hall's party We went to a rugby match the next day, the European Women's League, no, Rugby League North Europe Championship, I don't know if that's what it's called, and to say we had the time of our life is a massive understatement. It was so funny, turns out there was three countries in this league, Italy, Wales, Ireland, we were at the final, so it was Ireland v Wales. I'm not I don't usually watch rugby league. My favorite rugby to watch would be um rugby union and mail because I like their tiny little shorts. I know, sex fiend. Um but sevens is also highly entertaining. League? I don't know. Not my biggest. Anyway, sorry if you play league. It's not it's not you, it's me. Um I like the more aggressiveness of union. I hope that's actually accurate. Or I just saw a really tame game of league where they kept doing like the worm underneath each other. Sorry, that was hilarious. Every time someone got tackled, the one on the bottom was doing the worm like to get up. And I was like, this is, this is highly entertaining. Why aren't you just lying there? Like there's four people on top of you. Why are you doing the worm? And an Irish player got injured. And like, really injured. Like, I heard her scream, she was so injured. And you know, medic comes on, and then she gets, she gets like, stretchered off into the ambulance that's on standby. And the commentator's like, Bye, Charlie, wave goodbye to Charlie, everyone, wave goodbye, Charlie. The girl waves, she waves. And I was like, What? She's really injured. Why are we making like? Why are we making so such light of this situation? Like she'd injured her leg. had thought it was an injury to her neck, and he was like, "Oh my God! Why is he making her wave? She's paralyzed." And I was like, "It's her leg." No, the commentator was hilarious. He was saying the most like he would wait five minutes after a try before he would announce it like he what he waited until it would be the most annoying time to tell the Irish women that they were losing and his comments were so funny he was like oh and another point for Wales go Wales Wales have their kicking shoes on today like he didn't give a fuck like he didn't comment he w- only did commentary when there was a point like it was never like and the ball to henderson ball to lucy lucy does to henderson i don't know why i've done surname and first name sorry like he was never doing that it was only when there was a point scored and that was just priceless ate a heap of hula hoops um, and stole a cup of tea from the spa in my bag in christian there was a liter of vodka from the night before could have gotten lit at this game. Didn't need to. It was so funny. Uh, watching the lines people, the water people, and the person who was taking photographs run around the pitch. Hilarious. So funny because they all had such interesting form in running. Because it was so clear they weren't running for speed. Kicking the legs all the way up. Having everything at 90 degrees. It was such, it was such un oh my god what's the word for like i don't want to say it was such unfast running no it was such on successful running sorry that's so mean but it is it was oh we were we were pissing ourselves we're terrible people we actually know that a person went by on when we were out for a pint and having a quick little smoke and a pint oh love that someone went by on like an electric unicycle I don't know if that's what it's called, but it was literally a little circle ball. His feet were on it and he was just on that. And he was head to toe in lime green. Almost wet myself. Almost wet myself. Was hilarious. Had so much fun. Our service though, service was not great. Service was not great wherever we went. We went, we went out for brunch. Meal got served out of date orange juice. And then, sorry, I went for a coffee. I went for a fucking coffee. I ordered an oat milk latte. The girl hands me a a glass of oat milk. What? She hands me a glass of oat milk. And like she was talking to me during the process of her, like she was like hot or cold. And I was like, oh, can I have a hot latte? And she was like, oh, coffee on the side. And I was like, no, can I get an oat milk latte? And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice? And I was like, no, no ice. She hands me just a glass. It's a plastic glass. A cup of oat milk with a straw. No coffee. And then I was like, thank you. Can I also pay for one of a water bottle? Do you want water on the side? I was like, why do you keep referring to everything as on the side? What is this? Awful experience. I had to walk to a hotel holding just a cup of milk, looking like an imbecile in front of all these businessmen who were having a meeting terrified of pigeons don't like pigeons don't like seagulls the seagulls are getting too big and they need to be culled. i don't know how you go about doing that but watching the seagulls attack the ducks when a woman was feeding the ducks awful kind of a terrifying experience it was very like bird massacre like i went shopping this week did you know you can't steal sorry that's obviously you can't steal did you know the hangers in Zara, like you can't take those with you. So I went to self-checkout and I didn't think anything of it. Like my dad packed the bag and he just shoved the clothes with the hanger in. And then every shop we went through subsequently, we had a beep, just one beep. It was like beep um, and nothing more after that. And when we sat down for pizza at the end of our shopping excursion, we were like, oh, I wonder did they leave tags on? Turns out, got home, looked it up. Yeah, the hangers in Zara are security tagged. I have two of them now. And no, Zara, you're not getting the back. Don't care. Sorry, sorry. I'm a thief. But you need to make that more clear at the self-checkout that don't take the hangers. Because now I have two Zara hangers and I feel immaculate. I feel blessed. Definitely more interesting stuff has happened to me. Oh, sorry. On that night out for my friend's birthday, my ex asked me if my tattoo was real. When when did I become the type of person who lies about having a tattoo it's also like I have one tattoo it is on my arm my forearm and it's just I love you in my mum's handwriting why would that be made up why would I just write like I'm he's seen it before so I don't know why he accused not accused me he was like oh and is it real and I was like yes it's real why would I lie? why would it not be real I now have a green hand because um, Michael's dog is teething and she had a great time just holding onto my hand with her mouth. Massive ick. Massive ick is people asking. I know this probably sounds terrible. Massive ick is people asking for money. Not not someone send, be, sending me a text being like, oh my God, short on cash. Massive ick is when people put into like a group chat. <gasps> a group chat being like, hi, can everyone send me a fiver because of this, this, and this last night? And I'm like, sure, but also just do it in person. And also, it is not the end of the world you have a job. Like, not the end of the world you can afford to give a few people a slice of pizza. I hate it. And it's always the same people who, when you go out for dinner and you pay, they won't jump to review the money. They won't jump to give you the money that they owe you. But they jump every time they pay for anything. massive Don't like those people. Sorry. I just can't stand it. Like, I... I am in the privileged position where I'm... I get to be generous. You know? Hanging out with friends. I get to pay for drinks or I get to pay for something. And then they'll pay me back the next round. No big deal. But, like, don't say. Can you like come to me personally text me personally don't put it into a fucking group chat and everyone rev me so annoying so annoying big ick oh my god oh my god there's a contraceptive scheme proposed for dublin seagulls i've just seen this dublin politicians have suggested the capital follow the example of officials in belgium who have introduced contraceptive drugs for pigeons in a bid to reduce their numbers thank fuck literally as i was saying they need to be called Um, yeah, I get all my information from District Magazine. It is my favorite way of receiving any information. District Magazine. Right, what else happened this weekend? What else did I do? I know, I know there was some other good stuff. I know there was. Okay, what else? Learned that I give off. I learned this week that I give off massive side hoe, mistress, kinky little bitch energy. I apologize to my godmother who is listening to this. If she is. If I put it out there. I apologize to anyone who asked to hear that. That makes them go, oh god, that's a child. I'm not a child. I'm actually an adult. Yeah, sorry. I was at a party and slagging my friend about getting with someone who's younger than me, like a year younger, doesn't matter. I was more slagging the fact that there was a person being like, oh my god, that's a child. And I was like, yeah, disgusting, that's a child. And a boy, Darren, at this party goes... Yeah, and how old are you 27 and I was like fuck off 48 I'm 48 but I was also like go away I'm not leave me alone I get to slag people for getting with people who are babies when you're not babies because some some of these people are older than me oh I hang out with older people I'm so freaking cool no no I learned that I give off massive side hoe massive you can cheat on me no cheat with me you can probably I'd probably give off you can cheat on me energy as well because as long as I never find out I don't think I'd care more on that later maybe yeah no I just don't care Uh, awful realization to have it was when we kind of discovered like looking back type of lads that keep going for me are ones with girlfriends or like obviously I know they have girlfriends like they're flirting with me and they have girlfriends and it's kind of uncomfortable. I have gotten with someone in the past who has a girlfriend that I know of. Like, I, I know that for a fact. That was an uncomfortable experience. Like, when I was in secondary school, Lara and I agreed that I, we both, No, we both thought of ourselves that we gave off other woman energy. I'm the only one who, like, lived up to my name. I was the one who got called out in class one day being like, did you know we had a girlfriend? And I was like, shut the fuck up. Obviously not. Obviously not. Like, Lara's never been that girl but we did always think like we were mistress type of gals and i probably am a bit because you know i have weird emotions and i just i'm terrible at caring about other people's lives when there's mine unless i actually care about you and it takes a lot for me to start caring about you and yeah the kinky things just because stuff that's happened in the past yeah also because people feel really comfortable telling me they're kinks so, obviously, I'm giving off the energy that I'm like, yeah, me too, girl. Uh, I know too many things about too many of my friends. Too many things about too many of my male friends because people are like, oh, yeah, I'll just tell Suzanne. She's a kinky little bitch. She, she won't pat an eyelid. I'm sure she's done worse. I haven't, okay? I'm not that bad. Of, I'm. Stop trying to get me into a gimp suit. I don't enjoy it. Don't look up gimp suit if you don't know what it is. Don't do it. I'm sorry, godmother Jean. I'm sorry, mummy Jeannie i'm sorry i apologize don't look that up sorry that's terrible that i was a you like i don't i don't think i can close it. being like i think i give off side energy i think i give off the energy of a woman someone would cheat with i can't end that there uh i have no interest in being with someone who has a girlfriend or wife or anything i th- it's just the energy i give off it's just the mental illness i think it's because i'm in my vodka phase again I go in and out of my vodka era and I'm back in it. God, she's delicious. Delicious so she is. For a while, I was on the gin train. Like Once I could start s- not crying when I was on gin, thank you antidepressants, I was like, ooh, I'm a gin girly. I'm not, I'm a vodka. I'm a vodka girlie. I am a vodka white, smoking a nice Marlborough red. I used, to smar- smark. I used to smoke Marlborough gold which is a light, a light, and yeah, a few people were like, those are baby cigarettes, I was like, babies can't smoke, dipshits, you're so fucking dumb, you have to be over 18 to get these, so I womaned up, and I'm trying to tell myself that it's better, because I don't smoke as much, <laughs> I get, I have such a funny laugh after I smoke, because I get this wheeze, I get this full-on <laughs> whee that's so disgusting. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you? Someone is going to hear you make that sound now. That's a just, no, it's more like a, no, I can't do it. There's a wheezing sound I make when I laugh and it actually sounds like I'm malfunctioning. sounds like I've lost connection. Lost connection with what? The Wi-Fi receptor in my brain? Maybe. Don't know. Yeah, I'm going through, I'm going through a vodka phase and I'm going through a spending phase. Which is both positive phases. It's because I have been told that I'm... Like, it's because I'm on meds that work. I'm seeing therapists that help. I'm doing all the right stuff. I'm in a good headspace. So, like, I'm now able to spend money on clothes because I'm actually able to try them on. I mean, I'm also probably in that phase because I'm going to be alive long enough to wear clothes. Like, I actually need clothes because I'm actually going to be alive. Uh, Yeah, girl. Um yeah like you spend money because now you're gonna live so might as well have stuff for you being alive to have you know because when you're gonna die you don't fucking care you know you're just like it doesn't matter if all my clothes have holes in them i'm not gonna be wearing them too much longer but now that i'm going to live forever need clothes 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 and other stuff like toys well oh, not toys no sorry that sounds bad uh like like cameras and no jod jod. oh my god it sounds like i'm filming porn i'm not filming porn I've already said that I have a leather corset. Oh my God, this is so inappropriate. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sorry. No, like buying stuff like um, uh, handbags. Okay, saved it. Jesus Christ, that's so embarrassing. I'm able to buy myself stuff that is nice. I'm currently going through my Depop saves. I save, so I like so much stuff on Depop that I only save the stuff that will fucking fit me. I have to go through it again now and get rid of all the size 12 stuff. Honey's not a size 12 no point me looking at size 12 stuff and going maybe I'll buy this I'm not a size 12 it's not going to fit it's not going to go over my thigh I need to move on that's fine like we can do that we can move on we can get past it what style am I going for I don't fully know because I like being a bit of a business gal I like corporate sues. Corporate sues. Who's not like corporate lawyer? No offense. Sorry, Kate. I was sorry. I was trying to give Kate a compliment because I was like, "Oh, Kate is so well dressed. She'd be great in corporate law because, like, that's just you just dress like a bad bitch. Kate is great at that. At this party, I just came out and I was like, "Oh my God, Kate, you'd be great at corporate." And everyone's like, "You've just called Kate a bitch." I'm like, "No, that's not what I meant. Not what I meant." no and then I was like trying to backtrack trying to be like no 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 it's because of the clothes it's because of clothes and yeah I came across like a bitch and I came across um came across like a bitch and I came across like a fucking bimbo being like it's all about clothes it is all about clothes clothes maketh man I know it's manners maketh man but fuck it clothes is a way better indicator of who you are yet again Darren slagged the shit out of me for that one thank you yeah, no, sorry. I am getting into my spending phase, but I don't know what my full style is because I love corporate Suze, who's like wearing blazers and all that jazz. But also, I'm not working a corporate lifestyle right now. I'm not doing the corporate life right now. So it's a bit weird dressing corporate all the time when you're not a corporate body. you know, maybe someday I will be a corporate body again. And I need to find clothes that actually suit this body type, suit this body shape. And Jesus Christ, looking, looking for fashionable influencers that have personality, fashion, you know, and are of a plusser size. It's impossible. It's so difficult because it's just the, it's just the itty bitty. It's the skinny minis of this world that have platforms and i really need some more um plus size ladies non binaries to follow not men i don't really want to be following plus size men because i don't have the same style as them weirdly enough i don't like dressing like a man because i have these massive knockers on me that kind of ruin the masculine vibe yeah so i'm like trying to get back into that stage of my life of fashion again and not i don't want to do it all through fast fashion because that's trend-based and depop's amazing and i love depop and i need to get back to spending all my money on depop you are probably like how can you not how can you be spending money but you're not in your corporate lifestyle right now shut up be quiet stop asking questions irrelevant irrelevant you don't need money to spend money you just need joy and happiness Which is why I spend money. Sometimes I re- Like I'm big, I'm a big re-watcher of videos. Like YouTube videos that bring me comfort. Or I'm a big re-listener to this, like podcast episodes that bring me comfort. For example, Celebrity Memoir Book Club. Comfort episode for me on Celebrity Memoir Book Club is the Leandra Medine one. I love it. Brings me joy. Also the Yolanda Hadid one. Because we love calling people out for- eating disorder bullshit we love it we love not promoting eating disorders yeah or i watch some of alicia's videos on youtube because it makes me it reminds me of how fucking warm and sunny she is she's amazing other recommendations sll sll sheer looks watch some sheer looks behind the scenes now rich is now gone big sad but we move we move we groove there's like 17 seasons of with rich so it's okay there's a good few that you can get back on margot lee re-watch all of her videos she gives me helen vibes you know that amazing put together kind yeah she fashionable cool look she just gives me the helen vibes and every time I say that Helen's always like so sweet she has no idea who that girl she has no idea who Margot Lee is she looks it up sometimes and she's like oh thanks but she has no idea who she is she's never watched one of her videos so I can get away with saying that let me see who else brings me comfort Emma Chamberlain brings me a lot of comfort um because you go back and you're like oh god Alexa Chung future of fashion love that that brings me comfort. I'm pretty sure I have a written down. Like, Necessary realness. Necessary realness. Don't worry, I'll, pro- I'll probably cut it out best so you don't get stalked and loads of fans. Thanks. Because like all those three people that listen to this are going to stalk you. Yeah. Anyway, what was I going to say? <laughs> Sorry. Necessary realness with Morgan Stewart. I don't know if they're still recording it, but anything with Morgan Stewart just brings me so much joy. I want to be her when I grow up like she is the goal for me you know presenter but like just being a presenter because she's cool you know because she has style and an amazing personality Ooh, i'm sorry i was looking to my notes because i know on my notes i have a thing being like this is what you should watch if you know you're feeling low or whatnot. okay let me see these are my faves apparently these are all my favorite things to media no not media like movies and stuff to watch Miss You Already, great film, kind of sad. I ball. I wail, wail so I do watching that movie. Easy A, hilarious, we love a strong, powerful, slutty redhead. First Wives Club, incredible, can't wait to be a divorcee. Lol with Miley Cyrus, incredible as well. Morgan's Stewart, Necessary Realness, not a movie. It's literally in the category with all the movies. Not a movie, watch it all the time, Rewatch it, love her, she's hilarious. Pretty Woman, Runaway Bride, Calendar Girls. Mona Lisa Smile, okay, you might have picked up. I know Calendar Girls was in the middle of that, but I'm a big Julia Roberts fan. Big, love her. Uh, Sex and the City, Bridget Jones Diary. Sorry, when I was like eight or something, me and my mum watched the second Bridget, Jones Diary movie together. And it was like a school night because I never went to bed. I was terrible at going to bed. Uh, Cause I hated it. Cause I could never sleep I had too much energy. And I just hated being, I hated lying awake in bed. So I used to always go downstairs and watch TV with my parents. Like I would watch, do you know that show Raw? I watched that, I watched The Clinic. Really like nostalgia RT2 shows. I watched Bridget Jones Diary with my mum one night. I don't know where everyone else was. Dad wasn't in the house. My sisters were probably in bed, and me and Mum watched this movie. And the scene where Hugh Grant and Colin Firth are playing in the fountain, playing, fighting—they're fighting and playing in the fountain. That just shows that I watched it as a child. That I was like, oh, they're playing in the fountain. They're scrapping in the fountain. Watching that scene every time I saw a fountain after that. I would go, like, in front of my sisters, in front of everyone, thinking this made me the coolest bitch in town. Oh, mum, do you remember when we watched Bridget Jones's diary? Do you remember, mum? Mum, do you remember? So fucking annoying So I was. Because I thought this made me the coolest bitch in town. Because they said fuck and stuff in it. I was raised by two parents who don't swear that often. Um, my dad, like, growing up, my parents never swore in front of us. They, they barely said, like, God. They would never say, oh my God, because they were Christians. They still are but like i think they've chilled a bit but like they never swore i swear all the time in front of my parents like and when we would swear and they'd be like where the hell, where did you pick that up i was about to say where the hell they wouldn't have said hell where did you pick that up where did you hear that my mom's best friend loved swearing like she'd be on the phone and speaker in the car and mom would be like you're on the phone you're on speaker in the car the kids are in the car and she'd be like that fucking cow fucking cheated on this fucking fucking fuck and me and my sisters are like ah oh my god and then like my mum's I wouldn't say my mum's side of the family swore my aunt swore a lot uh, my granddad would have said hell I don't think my nana really swore no god no she's much too prim and proper my nana was the type of woman who would wear pearls I don't know if that describes her well enough my nana was prim and proper um like when we'd miss my nana would my mom would give us like a speech before you'd go to church with our nana about how we weren't supposed to embarrass her and stuff and then if we started to act up in church my mom would be like nana's going red nana's blushing and we'd be like and we'd be like oh shit god we're embarrassing nana this is terrible um and we'd pull ourselves together um because Church was the most boring thing. Going to church with my Nana was so boring. My granite was there too, but my Nana's church, there was nothing for kids. Like the service sheet, there was none. It was, everyone had the books. There was no like Sunday school. There was no like kids activity stuff. The toys in the church, you weren't allowed to touch because my Nana was like, filthy germs. Oh God, the germs on the, like there was nothing to fucking do in my Nana's church. Like in the church we went to as kids, There were so many other kids in our church when we were younger. So, like, church was actually kind of a bit of a vibe. Sorry, mass. Oh my god, I'm outing myself. Mass. Mass was a bit of a vibe, like, because, sure, you'd have Sunday school and you'd be running around laughing with your friends. Or you'd have, you know, after church at the teas and coffees. You'd be running around the hall, gossiping, talking shite, playing tag, hide and seek. So much to do. And... Like it was kind of entertaining going to church with dad. So we went to church with dad because our mum Avril is a priest. So like she was in her own church. They're both the like they're all Protestant. They're all Church of Ireland. Like, but they were just different. Like she was in Tallow. We were in Lucan. And I never under, I never really got why my mum was a priest because I was like, she is not religious. We don't say grace. Like, we don't do any of this religious stuff. We don't pray. Like, we don't do any of this stuff. Why is mom a priest? Now, as an adult, I get it. Like, it's because she's a caring person and she likes to give back. And she doesn't really view it. Like, she's she's not a priest because she's like, Jesus is the Lord. She is a priest because she likes to... Um, be there for people and support people. And the best way to do that, she finds, is through God, through the Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, because he supports her and he gives her, like, a higher value, meaning of life. Don't really know. She has had a few crises of faith, obviously. Like, um, you know, when her youngest child is begging for death. That's probably a bit of a crisis for faith. Like, when your youngest child is so miserable, you probably are like, is there a Lord? Like, I know she has had a few crises of faith. Uh, like when I was really sick. There are other times. Uh, yeah. God, I should probably like leave it there because I have just talked arse for over an hour. Sorry, I'm looking at the timer now. It is, I've talked arse for an hour and 20 minutes. And I know this will probably be cut down hopefully to like 40 minutes so that you can take it out on a walk and listen to it. This is just, this is the shittest intro ever to me hopefully getting back into podcasting. Like the things I want to talk about and like let me know if there's more stuff you want to talk about, like that you would want to discuss. Okay, so I have rules. I have these rules that I like live by, like for shopping, Tinder rules. Hinge rules, Uh, there is the Tinder game. I'm actually not on any dating site right now because I'm not in the headspace. I don't even love myself enough. No, no. There are some things that I'm like, look, I have, I'm excellent at stealing my ex's friends. I'm excellent at it, I'm incredible at it. I'm also great at staying friends with friends' exes. I I could do an episode about being the unwilling other woman and like cheating and all that and how I feel about cheating and why I think that if I ever got cheated on, don't fucking tell me. I don't care that you can't handle like your conscience. That's your problem. Don't tell me. I don't think I can handle it. Oh, I can talk about my infertility woes. Sorry, I saw uh, someone was getting a coil put in. Someone was getting a coil put in and I was like not watching the video. They were just putting up stories about the whole procedure and she wasn't able to get it done and she was like, I can't believe these like the coil is put in without a hospital visit like it's ridiculous it is ridiculous that the coil is put in without a hospital visit that's going fucking inside you that's attaching on that's hooking in like it's really weird it's not like getting a piercing and i don't like when people are like it's just like getting a piercing no it isn't no it isn't because getting a piercing they don't prescribe you extremely high painkillers they don't tell you to take the really strong painkillers beforehand it's really it's really sore getting the coil in I say this having never got the coil in. Sorry now, I have the coil. So obviously I've had the coil put in. But I was one of the lucky fuckers, debatable, who got their coil put in during surgery, which is not the norm. But they do it for women who really struggle with adenomyosis, which is what I have. Endometriosis, which is its cousin, basically. Fibroids, cysts. If a woman has just had an abortion, sometimes they'll do it then. It's under certain circumstances. So I was having surgery to have a lot of dead tissue, dead muscle removed. And so they put in the coil during that surgery because that's like, they'll only do a surgery if there's something else for them to do while they're in there, i.e. remove fibroids or dead skin Sorry, I say dead skin. It's not dead skin. It's dead tissue, or it is muscle that has been sliced by your uterus. I could talk about adenomyosis actually, because no one fucking knows about adenomyosis. People only know about endometriosis, and they don't even know that much about endometriosis. I one time, uh, with my uh, with my then boyfriend, my ex boyfriend, um, because I would get in really bad pain in his house, because that happens and i was like jesus christ he was like don't worry and he was like it was afterwards and he was like no my family know. like i've told them that you have like i've told them that you have you know the condition with your period and i was like oh are you sure you told them the right one and he was like yeah no i definitely did and i was like okay did you tell them i have endometriosis and he was like yeah i did and mom's friend has it so like she understands i was like i have adenomyosis that's different it's not the same thing and he was like oh i was like christ i don't know anyone else with adenomyosis because it's extremely rare. It's extremely rare in women under 40. <laughs> it's so rare. And it's usually, it's women who have given birth. It's like, that's, it's, that's the main women who suffer from it. Now, I don't have, so you, you can, I should be saving all this for the I the adenomy, adenomyosis episode see I can't even say it and some people say adeno I don't like adeno Um, most women who get it in their 40s get it from childbirth or trauma to the womb i.e. a car crash i.e. sometimes it's rape it's like you know trauma to the womb area and that's how your and your hormones then fuck up after that and tell your womb to grow into your muscles to cut into your muscles or awful things it is usually to grow into your muscles, but I don't have, I was born basically with it, Ugh, disgusting, um, but I just have a hormone imbalance, I like constantly, constantly, every one of my issues comes back to the fact that I have a hormone imbalance, like my BPD is apparently, because I haven't suffered major trauma in my life, like pain, I've suffered pain, that's my biggest trauma, Um, and like there are some things where, if I tell, when I say to my therapist, no, I've never gone through trauma. She's like, you have, you have. And I'm like, nah, I'm fine. But my BPD is like promoted loud by my hormone imbalance because hormones help with like building serotonin and that sort of thing. Um, Oh yeah, I can talk about how sitting in a group session for social anxiety is as socially uncomfortable as getting your skin bleached and a bath of Dettol and psyllid bang. It is so uncomfortable. Like I have, because obviously I've done, I've done a heap of hospitaling. I've done a heap of therapy. I've done, I've done it all except DBT because it's so fucking difficult to get DBT in Ireland and I can't go oh. people are always like why don't you just go to England that's not how it fucking works because if I go to England I lose all my sports that I have here and I have to get a whole English team you don't get to have both like no like very few doctors will, will allow you will treat you while you get treatment in England it's really annoying or in Spain or in a EU country like it's because doctors don't doctors don't even like working with doctors within the same country that aren't in their practice let alone doctors in another country so I can talk a heap about hospital and that sort of stuff. Sorry, on this, it literally has fucking over your friend. I'm not going to talk about the fact how I fucked over a friend of mine to go on a date. It's terrible. I have a few things I could talk about. Botox. Sorry, what the fuck? Who was telling me I need to get Botox? Rude. I don't have Botox. Yeah, if you'd ever like to talk with me on the podcast, you totally can. Did I bring this back because Helen kept asking me about it? Yes, yes I fucking did. Uh, but I can do, I'll do a few, So I will do some solo episodes about, you know, eating disorders, mental health, what's going on, saucy stories. Sorry, the time my lad literally played with my hair as if I was a doll like sat me up as if I was a doll to play with my hair it was very creepy like I have a few things that I could talk about by myself but I'm totally open to a uh, two people conversation the microphone I use actually allows for group conversation as well but do I have enough friends sorry I was filling out a thing uh, it was a competition and it was like tag four friends that you would go to see Joanne McNally with I was like okay I have four friends I do I don't have four friends that are all friends with each other like, I'm not a group person. I'm really not. I'm a one-on-one type of gal. And when I'm in a group, I'm clinging to one person. Like, I'm clinging to one person in the group. So, like, I don't have, like, I don't have a group of friends. I have friends. But I don't have, like, a group. I don't have my go-to group. And, like, my go-to group would be Lara, Canada, Helen, London, and Micheal, Galway. And those three don't get, go- like, those three don't necessarily mix like they all would, they all get on, but they're not necessary. Like, sorry, no offense to Mihal, he's the one that sticks out. as in, because like Lara, Helen, and myself were cosmopolitan dreams. Like we are each the new version of Sex in the City. It's Mihal that kind of stands out, but he is necessary for the weirdo gay element. You know. Yet again, he's not gay. I need to stop saying that he's gay because um how he one time set him up with a friend and they were like isn't he gay and I was like no I just say that and when I was in work the girls referred to him as my gay best friend like he was known in work as my gay best friend so I need to not talk about that oh my god I get I can tell you guys all about the time that I've been in uh, a I've been in, in an ambulance like four times I don't remember any of them first time concussion because I didn't eat enough and then anaphylaxis i can tell you all about anaphylaxis how gross it is and then the last time is because i had a seizure i had a fucking seizure after ep how embarrassing went to ep for a night came home had a seizure uh yeah was embarrassing college no i can't i can't actually talk about college i'm really sorry i can't talk about college because i dropped out i can talk about dropping out of college i need i shouldn't say that i dropped out of college because it's on my cv that i did it but I, i didn't I didn't say that I graduated. I just have it on for the three years that I went to college. I did go to college for three years, technically. I only paid for two years. (gasps) Don't come after me, UCD. I'm sorry. Best place to go for a date. I'm sorry. I don't know if it's clear that um, I'm reading people's suggestions or like people's question boxes. People's answers to a question box I put up. It was kind of a select few group of people. Like it was very much like a close friend sort of situation. Because I needed people to reply. And I fucking hate people who don't respond to things. Because let me tell you. It's pointed at you. Just because it's in a group scenario. It's pointed at you. So I only sent it to people who I knew would answer. So if you didn't see this question box. Question yourself. And question why you don't answer my questions. And why you don't help me in life you know really examine yourself really wonder what do you bring to this scenario do you even deserve to listen you know like are you bringing the sauce because it doesn't seem like a love best place to go for a date um like a proper intimate date or like an anniversary dinner uh la caverna i fucking love la caverna uh give it to me every day but for a first date market bar Go to Market Bar because it's public, but, like, there's also a bit of privacy. Leaving search. Leaving search. I can't give any advice. I could, like, talk about my leaving search. I didn't do fucking anything. I think I studied for a week and was high for most of it. Um, aww. You're a great person and I love you. Sorry, I'm reading off my phone. Sorry, I don't know if that's clear because obviously I seem really sporadic in what I'm talking about, but I'm just reading off my phone on what people had said to me to talk about. Like talking about the fear and managing the fear the next day. Don't, I don't super get the fear. And I really should because like one time on a night out, I ran into a guy and I was like, oh my God, are you still with your really annoying girlfriend? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, shit. Because they weren't actually together. And when I last saw him, he was giving out because she was telling everyone that they were boyfriend and girlfriend. And then when I saw him again, I was like joking. I was like, oh my god, are you still with your really annoying girlfriend? And he was like, yeah. I was like, ah, sorry, my bad. Uh, I put my foot in my mouth a lot. I really do. Boys. Boys. What can I tell you about boys? Um, If they shed, they're probably going to strangle you. Sorry. There's, there is, there's probably an explanation for that, but you don't get to, you don't get to know. Congratulations on not getting with your ex. Thank you so much. Twice I've stayed in the same house as my ex and I haven't gotten with him. For people who don't know, because why would you? For people who don't know, I'm obsessed with my ex. Obsessed. Like a drug. Like I was actually obsessed with him. He was my favourite person. And for people with BPD, your favourite person is actually like your drug. It is, like. I am obsessed with him. He could do anything and I'd be like, ah. um, Like even rationally, I'm like, no, toxic, doesn't work. As soon as I'm in the same room as him, I'm like, oh my God, hi. Uh, he won't hear this. He won't hear this, don't worry. I can say that because he won't hear this. Uh, maybe his friends will because we share a lot of friends, but he won't hear it and that's what matters. And also he knows all this. That's the really embarrassing thing. He knows all of this, still puts his hand on the small of my back. Don't worry, Mihal's an amazing cock blocker. Mihal doesn't leave us in the same room as each other. It's hilarious. It's so much fun. Uh, we were out on Friday and Mihal looked around. He was like, I don't know where she's at in the vehicle run. And he like ran into the room and he was like, I'm here. I'm here. You're not alone. I was like, oh my God, I'm literally fine. There's eight other people here. Nothing is happening. Um. But yeah, no, sorry. He did put his hand on the small of my back and I literally left. I literally left the room, sat by myself in a booth and was like, no, no, don't do drugs. Drug bad. Um, I deserve a medal. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, my best friend lives with my ex. So fucking rude. So selfish. So selfish. Moving. Sorry, what do you want me to tell you about moving? I literally can't move. I don't I don't know anything about moving. Sorry, I know like the stuff you need to... Pack, and I know what you need to buy when you move. Like I literally sent Lara such a list when she was moving. But I don't actually know about moving, cause I've never moved. I've never lived outside of my. Well, I lived in Pat's, but I've never like lived. I've never moved out. I probably I never will. Like let's be honest, I'm a dependent. Uh, I'm too mentally unstable to move out. I'll never get a mortgage. I'm not a, the ideal person to live with. I'm mentally unstable, like. I know nothing about moving. Unfortunately, I'm so sorry. An Irish brand you'd love to work with? I don't think there are. I don't think there are many Irish brands that I would love to work with. I don't know why that was a I don't know. Because I was literally like, what would people want to hear about if I did start my podcast again? Irish brands I'd want to work with? Um, Guinness. I'd love to be sponsored by Guinness. Just because I love their advertising and marketing. Love to work for a drinks market like love to do marketing for a drinks or PR for drinks because it's so fun it's kind of my ideal product to market but I also love makeup and skincare so fun as well I know so much about skincare sorry if anyone has any questions about skincare I can just answer those I like because you just learn so much when you work in PR about skincare like you just don't have a choice you just learn so much characters I relate to characters I relate to Jesus uh car what's a character that i would relate to uh lord gilmore yeah um no sorry also to clarify i think you might have noticed i'm only reading out the ones that were just like i wouldn't know what to fucking say like i wouldn't be able to talk about it on a podcast because i wouldn't be able to do a full episode on but um if you're really interested in knowing my opinions on the character that i most like Okay, fine, I'll really examine myself. But, no, there were more that were more, um, I don't you know, that I could actually talk about. Some people were having a fun time being, like, char- characters I relate to. Um, but, sorry, though, I just found that one so weird. Anyway, thank you. Uh, but there were actual ones that I will be using. These are just the ones I found very funny and appreciate. How do you make such a nice charcuterie board? Oh, I do make a class charcuterie board. I don't know if that's something you can do. You can talk about on a podcast. Like I don't know if you can talk people through a charcuterie board. Ooh, chefing! I am a bit of a chef. I'm a bit of a chef. It's my stay at home mummy gifts. Um, Lara's always like, I am a stay at home mom. Like I am a mammy in the sense of like the stuff I know. I know how to get stains out of stuff. I know you rub a gold ring on a sty and it heals it. I know how to clean things like vinegar, rub vinegar on your knives to get them all shiny again or on glasses to get that, that puffy, smoky, whatever it is off it. I know how to sew, but I really know how to chef it up. Like I know how to cook. I make a mean roast dinner. I make a really fucking delicious roast dinner. My roast dinner brought my sister and my dad to tears because it was so good. It's a roast chicken, by the way, because I'm not touching beef or lamb. Disgusting. I make incredible pasta dishes I cook for my I cook my sister's lunch a good few days and I cook dinner a good bit uh dinner is usually Mexican or Italian sometimes Asian rarely Asian I love Asian food but I just don't know how to cook it sorry that's a lie I could cook Asian food I just prefer eating more authentic Asian food and I just am not authentic with the Asian food I cook I'm more raised to know Italian cooking like, I think Italian cooking is very similar, not similar, but it's very like authentic to Ireland now because we just like Ireland. Oh, sorry, stew. I actually know how to make a really nice stew. I could make a really nice stew. I don't like beef. Controversial. I only eat beef. My friend's dad used to always order me a steak and I'd have to eat it, even though I don't like steak. But I will only, like, I'll eat mince. I'll eat mints sometimes. Not always. I'm so picky. Not that picky, but kind of picky. Apologies on my pickiness. I had an eating disorder and I'm allergic to loads of food, so it's not my fault. I need to stop fucking talking because it's almost an hour and a half. Christ, on a bike. Yeah, like, honestly, let me know what you'd like to hear about because fuck it. Chuck it in the fuck bucket I will talk about anything. I will talk to you about anything. I'm a very open person. Sorry, if people even want to hear, oh god, I'm, I don't, I'm, I, you know how there's those videos? I think his name's Carl, Carl Mullins. That could be all made up. I don't know his name. And he does the thing where he's like, don't say it, 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 top of the morning to you. You know, that sort of thing. I'm having that moment right now. I'm still having that moment like there's as long as I'm going through this whole don't say it don't say it don't say it I'm I'm giving myself time to back off back out of saying it but I think it's coming oh my god I think I'm about to say it yeah I could talk about the time I shit myself in the woods oh my god Suzanne, what the hell is wrong with you it was a very funny experience in the sense that in the sense that I'm probably never going to talk about it again is there any other embarrassing things that i could talked about? Um, bleeding all over my boyfriend's sheets, I've done that. Uh, no, not I wasn't on my period, which is why it's like really embarrassing. Like just, we both woke up covered in loads of blood. Terrifying, because I had a cyst rupture. Isn't that fucking terrifying? Waking up and being covered in blood because your girlfriend has bled so, oh, sorry, disgusting TMI no one is gonna ever want to sleep with you again Suzanne you are a crackpot stop talking about all the disgusting stuff you've done gone through yeah sorry the person who was like Botox I've never had Botox I can't talk to you about Botox maybe I'll go get some Botox and then talk to you guys talk to you guys about it uh, I think I, I like to get my nose fixed. See, I like to get my nose fixed, but I also want to get my titties lifted Um, because like the fucking weight of them. Yeah, I know people always talk, um, people are like, oh, you can just get them reduced. I don't necessarily want them reduced. I just wanted them, I just kind of want them lifted. Uh, Just greedy things. Like literally, I could talk to you about the fact that, ah, uh, no, I won't say it. I can talk to you guys about overdosing. Ah. I need to stop fake screaming. Talk to you guys about being a child actress. I need to stop telling you guys what I can talk about. If there's anything you guys want to hear about, just let me know. I am so sorry. I need to stop talking. Thank you all for coming. Like. Like. I don't know if you can like on Spotify. I'm not putting this up on Apple. It's so much effort putting your podcast up on multiple platforms fair play to everyone else who does it but because i'm doing this literally by myself sitting in my bedroom no i'm not putting it up on anything other than spotify leave me alone okay i don't have a manager i don't even like i have loads of time but i'm not doing it okay it's too much fucking effort i'm sorry like it follow me on instagram at suzethemuse if we're really good friends follow my finsta at suzethemuser there's just an or at the end of muse um you won't get that much top quality content Uh, i have so much stuff that i want to post on my regular instagram but i just don't because i'm nervous because people that i went to school with literally that's it i think it's people i went to school with and friends of the boys who have seen me naked not the boys themselves who have seen me naked don't care about them because i've seen them naked so they can't be they don't scare me it's their friends I hate the idea of a friend sending a a thing to a lad being like, ha ha ha, dodged a bullet or something like that. I have had, sorry, because you know how if you have a business account, you can check. Oh, maybe you can do it on all accounts. But yeah, you can check how many saves. I've had a weird amount of people save my Instagram posts. And I don't know why, like the one that I did for the promo of my podcast where I'm literally in like a bodysuit, that will never fit me again. That got like 12 saves. Really uncomfortable. And there was a guy I was seeing for a while who, when he would get drunk, he would uh, send me photos from my Instagram and say very dirty things to me. And it was so weird because he was going back through my Instagram and I just found it so strange. Uh, Yeah. No, Stan, you can't leave that on that note. You can't leave it on the note of a guy sending you your own photos being like Rawr. He didn't say raw don't worry, he wasn't a lion. Oh my God, there's actually a famous rugby player. He's not famous, he's Irish. There's a rugby player who I've had a run-in with before. Just saying, just putting it out there. Was he a rugby player at the time? No, but still I've had a run-in with a rugby player. Yeah, I should probably do like a get to know me because like this is just, you guys have learned nothing about me. Other than the fact I'm a crackpot. You've learned nothing. Thank you so much. Mwah. Bye. Bye. Bye.